Hey everyone, I know you've heard me speak about microdosing and how much I love it. And I'm talking about microdosing THC. I love it. And that's why I love our sponsor, microdose.com. Microdose gummies are incredible. They deliver perfect entry-level doses of THC that help you feel just the right amount of good. And when I mean just the right amount of good, I mean in so many situations, anxiety, sleep, focus, pain, relaxation. There are so many different strains and they're really helpful. And I have recommended microdose.com to so many people. And you know what they say to me? Thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Don't be afraid of microdosing. Go to microdose.com and you'll learn all about microdosing THC. These gummies feel amazing. They taste amazing. I have used them to get me into the zone I need to write. I've used them at night after a stressful day or a stressful show to relax. I have also said to family members, please take a gummy right now. And they've said, oh, good idea. So check it out. Check it out because they're fantastic. And I'm not like a big weed person. I mean, I used to be. And I do enjoy, I do enjoy weed every now and then, but I love, I love these gummies and I take them with me everywhere. So check it out. Don't be afraid. They're all natural. They're fantastic. And you deserve it. So what are you going to do? You're going to do something that is fantastic. You're going to get 30% off your first order. 30% off. That's a lot. Plus free shipping today at microdose.com. Use promo code Judy Gold, J-U-D-Y-G-O-L-D. It's available nationwide. They deliver it to your door. That is microdose.com, promo code Judy Gold for 30% off and free shipping. Do it. Go to microdose.com, promo code Judy Gold. You deserve it. You deserve it. And you know what else? You're welcome. Well, I don't see the point in waiting any longer. Let's bring her out. The star attraction, the one you came to see. Ladies and gentlemen, the one, the only, Ms. Judy Gold. It did, I mean, I don't know. And plus, I hurt my knee on the trampoline. And now I can't walk, and now I'm getting an MRI on Saturday. Amen. Sorry. Yeah. What a bummer. What kind of trampoline do you have? I have that little, you know, little one. Mm, like that, the that you can fold up. Ones? Can I tell you something about trampolines? I pee my pants when I jump on a You better do your Kegels. And you know what? No, I don't think that has anything to do with it. I think it's just an age thing. Yeah, I pee all the time. Yeah. It's mm. so annoying. Let's be honest. I think it, it I, don't think Ali- I don't think Elisa pees all, I don't think Elisa pees all the time. Oh, by the way, our guest is. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, I. <sighs> what? This is just a little. Ladies and gentlemen, I am thrilled, beyond thrilled, to have this woman as our guest today. She is an author. Uh, she's an educator. Uh, she's fun. She's an athlete. Would you consider yourself an athlete? I mean, yeah, sure. Okay. Middle-aged. Yeah. Um, she's really smart. She's fun. 
She's written the books Odd Girl She's Out. She's gay. Oh, what? Jesus. Odd Girl Jewish. Out, Odd Girl Speaks Out, The Curse of the Good Girl, and Enough As She Is. That's the new one. That's the brand new one that I was reading. I read a lot of it. Uh, and it's very good. And if you're a parent or have ever been a girl, read this fucking book. I'm not kidding. You have to read this book. It's unfucking believable. It's exactly what I said when what? I was talking to parents about this. What? <laughs> read this fucking book. It's true. It's, yeah. It's very important. As a, ladies and gentlemen, Rachel Simmons. Woo! Thank you. Thank that you. Was so loud and annoying. I'm really sorry to all my listeners. And my ears. Thank you. Okay. <laughs> this is what I have to say. This book is so important because, you know, you wrote your first book, Odd Girl Out, pre-social media, pre-phones, pre-menstrual, and <laughs> this book is so, and I mean, it. It's layered with the like dealing with girls and making them strong enough so that we, I mean, I feel like if we had read this book or our parents had read a book like this, I probably maybe, wouldn't have had to write the book. Right. right. And or also be in therapy. Since uh, the year but there, one. maybe the Me Too movement would have happened a long time ago or maybe not ha- needed to happen. Not, you know what I mean? All right. Anyway. I just want to say this is a fucking important book. I'm not going to even if you just work with girl, if you're a teacher, just read the fucking book. If you have sons, read it to your sons. Yeah, that's true. That's a good one, Tennessee. Anyway. Oh, thank you. Let's start with your life, Rachel. Um, now, you grew up in Maryland. I did. In a Jewy area. Very Jewy. And shalom. Shalom. Shabbat shalom. I'm sure sh- uh, this is going to be really bad. All right. Um, your mother, Claire, who I've met. You sure very have. Jewy, yeah, very Jewy, and was a Jewy teacher at a Jewy school. So Jewy, I I could only flee from all the Jew, right? Yeah, but you love your mother, no, so much, yeah. And your father, attorney and a legislator, was yes, and just accomplished, very, very accomplished. And your brother Josh, gay, 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 San Francisco, a lot of gay, two <laughs> for two in our family. Gay. Now, how do your parents feel about the the double gayness? Gonna be honest, <laughs> um, squared, uh, well, gay like, squared. Uh, it was, um, you know, I think it was a little bit maybe easier for my brother because he came after me. I would say like elderly, elder, right, not elderly, right. elder kids. Like they're like drafters and, you know, right. cycling. Like we ride up front so we take all the wind and the right. people behind us have it easier. Like that's how the younger siblings are. So I think it was a little harder for my parents to deal with me. And eventually they got around to like, we want you to be happy. Do you feel there was any issue because you of your gender? Hmm, that's a good question. Thank you. I think take care, everyone. <laughs> take care. Um, Ted Ta- Dags. Ta- Ta- <laughs> take care, everyone. Um, yeah, I think maybe. Well, I also just think I was like the conventionally acceptable girl. So I maybe right. like I, I don't know that they saw it coming. So Whereas here we with have my brother. Like they saw it coming because your brother was like Rachel. I'm not going to comment on that, Rachel, because I want to continue the relationship with here? my brother. All right, sorry. So love you, you Josh. You grow up in Maryland. Um, you are a scholar athlete. I mean, let's not like idealize it because honestly, I was sort of a late bloomer. Like I was like kind of like an unhappy gay kid on the inside. Well, because to be you acceptable. knew you were gay, right? Well, yeah, and I was like, I probably knew when I was in tenth grade, and then like confessed it to somebody when I was in eleventh grade, and so I, I was I wasn't that great of a student. You knew when I was in tenth grade. I knew when I was like three. I know you've always said that, but you know you're precocious. Yeah, that's I did true. too. Clearly. I mean, I was just like, there's something, I don't want to do any of these things these girls are doing. Like, I have no interest whatsoever. Yeah. 
but I want to hang out with that girl. Okay, but that yeah. may have crossed my mind, but I was like, just do what the girls are doing. Right. Just do what the girls are doing. And I was very good at being a chameleon. <laughs> right. I but was like, want to play house? But you were... You were... All- <laughs> VP. You were also... Take care. Take care. <laughs> so you were also... Um, popular. Like, yeah, well, because I was like good at doing what all the other girls were doing. I mean, right. it's probably not an insignificant detail that my mom and my grandmother were immigrants. And so, like, I was really good at assimilating. Right. I mean, I think it's, I always find it funny that I grew up like with a family who thought Barbies were awesome. And then I went to college and met all the daughters of feminists who thought Barbie was Satan. Right. Right. And I was like, no, no, my grandmother sewed clothes for Barbie. And they were like, are you kidding me? So, I think I just like had a lot of training. Like and you, fitting real, in. you liked you liked playing with Barbies. Well, of course, but I was raised by people who thought that Barbie was like the ultimate in being American, right? And so, oh, right. they That's were true. trying to be awesomely American. And uh, meanwhile, all my friends in college were just like fighting the power. And I just wanted to play with Hot Wheels, and I had like um, tracks. <laughs> I used to go in the basement, and I'd make like these tra- you know, like mm-hmm. so I could put the Hot Wheel on really high up and watch it go like. So what you're trying to say is you were like gay visible from space gay. like Yeah, like I and I, I remember I, I, I said I really want a short haircut. And, oh, with um, your cute curly hair? And that, yeah, and then I wanted, I wanted a short haircut and then I wanted everyone to call me Ringo. <laughs> <laughs> and then I changed to Robert and my cousin Helene still calls oh me God, Robert. you were ahead of your time. Yeah. You were and trying then, to transition. Whatever. No one and, let you. Was, and then you were I more masculine than I was. Before. Oh, please. No then doubt. I, no doubt. I wanted to um, like mow the lawn, shovel the snow. Like I had no interest in anything my sister was doing. Um. So you go to you're in high school. Did you like high school or you knew you were fraught? I mean, you were I in, I, yeah, like I liked playing sports and I liked cutting class. three sports. Yeah. What like, were they? Basketball, soccer, softball, gay. <laughs> Which is the most gay? So Definitely softball. I didn't like softball that much. I was pretty good at soccer and basketball. I like those things. Oh, and then I got kind of horsey towards the end. Like I like started riding horses, which is you know. What? I know. That's not Jewish. I know. It's pretty not gay Jewish. though. Major. It's so I know, gay. but That's like, what how it was. did that I was, happen? Love, I was in love with the woman who ran the barn. Oh. Wait. Yeah. She was well, also, how did like, you get into the equestrian so bullshit? So my mommy issues started. What? I just, because I was like, I don't know. Were I you in a really <laughs> wealthy? Well, I grew up in Montgomery County, Maryland, which mm-hmm. was wealthy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> And <laughs> I hate, like, I'm not into the horseback riding. All right, so. I was just going to um, skip that detail. Then you go to Vassar. But it was like a very, yeah. <laughs> it was a very important channel to me, like, figuring out. I think it was like a safe space for me, because horsey is kind of gay. It's and you could also, like, have an, or- did you have an orgasm on the, uh- Wow, that's um, personal, but no. <laughs> really? Unfortunately, no. I don't know. Because I remember riding my bike as, like, six-year-old going, oh, this is really fun! <laughs> I got nothing. Did you yeah. slip off your seat? I got, no, I, got, I, like, I got nothing. No. <laughs> All right. Mommy, so, I'm scared. <laughs> so then you go to Vassar, which is an Vassar, excellent. That was, that was great. Vassar, I would never get into Vassar today. But it is unbelievable. It's un- this the, is what my book's about, by the way. One of the things my book is about, which is how hard it is to get into college. Like and how it, it, I know. I read that. I read That's one of the major chapters. Um, it is unbelievable, the pressure. And like... It's true. I talked to, you know, like, Lisa went to Tufts. She's like, I can go to Tufts today. You know, like, where'd you go? Marymount, Manhattan. Oh. You could get in there. So Thanks. 
it, it got an ooh, so yeah. I'll take that as a compliment. You, why do you yeah, like Mary Mammoth? Well, because it's Catholic. It's a great sh- right? school. No, it used to be, but oh. we got kicked out of the Catholic League of Official Schools Women whatever, voters as soon as Hillary Clinton spoke at our graduation. Oh, but it was an all oh, oh, women's college, right? used to be, yeah, yeah, in like the late 1800s, early 1900s. Wow. <laughs> Maybe until the mid-1900s. I'm a big okay. fan of nuns. I mean, yeah. not like... You know the ones who beat people, but like just like a lot of nuns. There's are a lot of lesbian nuns. Yeah, and Lots just like super feminist. Yeah, you know? all of them are lesbians. I think. There's that book. My ex. Um, I'll do a half a bell for her. <laughs> uh, used to read this book. Lesbian nuns tell all. Or said it was all their sexual exploits. You know, in the convent. All right, uh, that was like her. I guess porno at the time. Anyway, so mm-hmm. you go to Vassar. Mm-hmm. You study women's studies and political science. I do, yeah. Well, I mostly was was studying political science, and then I kind of discovered women's studies later. But yeah, I I was mostly actually just being really gay at Vassar. Did you? Like, but pro- did you have a girlfriend in high school? No, no, no. Like nothing. I, no, you didn't diddle nothing. Nothing. No kid. Not even Jewish camp. No, like I I didn't do Jewish camp because I was doing Jewish school. You got to understand, I was sort of in hiding for you know this was the late eighties, early nineties. Okay. I was in hiding, and I went to college and promptly fell in love with my best friend. Okay, did who, was she a lesbo? She, well, interestingly enough, she was a lesbo after a couple of drinks, um, and mm. then during by by day she really liked to parade around with boys, but by night she liked to come to my room. So that was healthy. What was her? <laughs> what would she get a bell? Um, what's the bell for? Jew. Anything? Jewish. No Jew. No Jew. No Jew. Okay. Definitely not a Jew. Um. And so from Fairfield County. Now, did you? Oh, did you? Um. Fall in love with? Oh this? God, yeah, no, wrecked by it. And then and this doormat. Went on all of my you were just years. a doormat. Total, I was a doormat dynamo for okay. sure. Uh, yeah, but it, like again, that was like better than what I had, which was nothing. nothing. So I was so, like happy to take it. When do you tell your parents that you're a big lesbo? Um. Well, my mom confronts me. I'm about 19. Uh, uh, Rachel. Okay, so my mom doesn't talk like that, but <laughs> but that, but that's a lovely imitation. But it's of an like Israeli a, accent, uh, Rachel. Um, Rachel. Um, um, no. Rachel. No, she no. doesn't actually have an Israeli accent. All right, she whatever. speaks like a regular American. She says some things like "library." Okay, she, Rachel. Yeah. It's your mother. Yeah. <laughs> Listen, she says. Um, she says. No, we're having. I will never forget. I was eating a Caesar salad, which I promptly stopped eating. Right. Posed the following question, which is, uh, "What's up with the whole sexuality thing at Vassar?" And you know, it was just kind of a blind I'll do side. it. Let's do it. Okay. So, do you like your Caesar salad? Uh, yeah, it's really good. Thanks, Mom. So, what's up with the sexuality thing at Vassar? Um. Uh. I. What do you. Um. What do you, What do you mean? The sexuality thing. The I thing. mean, you know, it's people. There's a lot of different kinds of people there. You know, gay, uh-huh. bisexual, that kind of thing. And where do you fit in? Yeah, how do you know that's the kind? Were you there? No, is um, that what she yeah, said? Of course, she basically was like, "Because well, I'm a what mother. Are you? What are you? And where do you and fit into like, that? Uh... I tried to hide in. The and what are you? <laughs> I I said um, I was bisexual. I know that's the usual. Because that's like the sad, that is the... like please yeah. save me from this conversation. Right, right, right. It's Let me throw you a bone. Yeah, let me throw right. you a bone. You know what she said? She was like, you know what? An Israeli man will be able to deal with you. As if it was, as thank you, as if my, like, something about my personality was too much for you the know, American man. my sister married an Israeli, and uh, whatever. And he made her a lesbian. <laughs> <laughs> oh, please. <laughs> I'm not a... But I'm fine. Yeah. All right, so 
All right, I forgot to mention that you were the editor of the school paper in I mean, high school. Well, well, like I was an editor. You sang really at the Kennedy Center. How, who the fuck told you about the Kennedy ding, Center? Ding, ding, that is, ding, 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 ding. is that your research? A little bit, yeah. We do, but we both do. I didn't. Sorry if I said fuck. Yeah. Okay. Um, I'm just shocked. I'm also okay. sweating. Oh, please. Okay. Hey everyone, did you know that Fast Growing Trees is the biggest online nursery in the United States with more than 10,000 different kinds of plants and over 2 million happy customers in the United States? And I'm one of them. You're listening to one of them. Fast Growing Trees has everything you could possibly want, like fruit trees, palm trees, evergreens, house plants, and so much more. Whatever you're interested in, they have it for you. Find the perfect fit for your climate and your space. Fast Growing Trees makes it easy to order online and your plants are shipped directly to your door in one to two days. And along with their 30-day Alive and Thrive guarantee, they offer free plant consultation forever, forever. I just want you to know that I just got off a plane and I walked in my apartment. What was the first thing I did is I came in and said hi to Avi, my fig tree. I'm telling you, and I have Yael, which is another plant, but Fast Growing Trees has changed my atmosphere here in my apartment. You don't need a lot of space, but they do have, you know, they have stuff for outdoor spaces. But I live in an apartment, and I'm telling you, Avi and Yael, yes, they're both Jewish names, Hebrew, the space looks so much better. And I just had a conversation with Avi. Like, I was like, I missed you. I love having living things here. It's very, very, I don't know, it's made this more of a home. It's the best. And Elisa has some too. And she loves them. And she talks to them too. But she got that from me. Anyway, check out Fast Growing Trees. You need to be around plant life. This spring, they have the best deals online, up to half off on select plants and other deals. And listeners to our show get an additional 15% off their first purchase when using the code Judy Gold, J U D Y G O L D, at checkout. That's an additional 15% off at fastgrowingtrees.com using the code Judy Gold at checkout. Fastgrowingtrees.com, code Judy Gold. Offer is valid for a limited time. Terms and conditions may apply. You're welcome. So you have the girlfriend freshman year. So your sophomore year is when you come out to your mother? Uh, Yeah. It's sophomore year that I come out to my mom. Right. Um, Right. And then I'm sort of grappling with trying to get as much play as I possibly can at Vassar while pretending to like men. Um, at the same time, it's so it was so it awful. was hard, you know. And the kids don't realize how hard it was. Uh, back that's in the what day. I want. Like it was tough. I was hospitalized at nineteen. Were you me really too, for the come? same exact reason? No way. For the same. I had. Reason. I couldn't. We were spitting up blood. Yeah, I thought it was. Um, they thought it was a bleeding peptic ulcer. They then they thought, thought, thought I had toxic shock, shock syndrome. I looked so good though. I was like you were so, skinny. so skinny. Yeah, you're loving it. But I was. It was horrible. Jewish girls love diseases that make them thinner. Yeah. It was... The other thing was, though... When I was 19, also, by the way. Oh, you are? I... Here's the thing, is that I was supposed to go to Orlando on Christmas break with everyone, and I got sick, and I couldn't go, and I know now that was a blessing in disguise. Because you didn't want to have to go to Disney World? No, I didn't want to be in spring break with all straight people oh. faking that I was straight. I felt like I when I was Disney because I went to Disney and it was 
fucking no. nightmare. Mm. I felt so. Were you having sex with men at this point? Were you? No, I'm kind of a gold star. What kind of? A did gold you ever? Star? Did you ever think you'd be? No. In the well, I have my friend like Malaga's a gold star, and she's way older than you, so that's like a double gold star. Yeah, I'm is. a gold star. Does that count? Do I still count? I think you do. Thank you. Yeah. All right. Yeah. No. I mean, I. I. There was like one night that was like no homo. Yeah. Yeah. It was like not really. I can't really get into it. All right, but I. Okay, I we're did. Talking about you. No, I'm just saying. Disney. My generation yeah. was. Well, you have to at least try and be straight because. Otherwise, your life is shit, you know? Or you're and, going to hell. And I did, and I, it was, I felt like I was being raped. It was, it was as, it was you such were. an assault. Yeah. You were raped. But it was, my, I mean, he was, he didn't know. You were but. raped by society. Right. Um, yeah, so we all have those memories of that, right? I like, wanted to just cry. And yeah, he was, he lived in the same dorm as me. And I, he was like, why don't you ever come? And he had his own room because he was an RA. And I was like, he's like, why don't you ever come down and just stay? And I was like, because I'm a lesbian, you asshole. But I didn't say that. Um, so then, 10th grade. So then do you, after you tell your mother, who told your father? That's a really good question. Thank I think you. we all kind of kept it from him for a while. And really? And found do out that me and my brother were gay at the same time. But again. No way. What happened? Uh, it was like over Thanksgiving dinner where it all did. <laughs> Yeah. Whoa. Julie, I, mean, I, 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 just I almost like spit out my... She basically I, I think it, it was my... Thanksgiving dinner. It was like an, Bob. It was... Bob Smith. Bob Smith yeah. had that joke. Yeah. You remember my friend Bob? Oh, yeah. He died. Right? Yeah. Oh, my God. I love you, Bob. That's really sad. We, I want to write tweets like... No, January. I want to write tweets like who I think he's talking to in heaven every day. Yeah. Like, I think he's talking to um, Alan Turling, definitely for sure. That'd be a great podcast. Um, it would. Ruth Gold. Bob's yeah. talking to. Yeah, he should better be talking to my people. mother. Um, yeah. So Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving. So it happened over Thanksgiving. Yeah, and it was. Uh, it was. Yeah. I mean. All it, right. It so was... you're at the Thanksgiving now. I know my mother. Thanksgiving's a big holiday. I, I, I used to have people say, "Are you Jewish? Do you celebrate Thanksgiving?" And I used to be like, "You're no, because I'm fucking not American, you asshole." Uh, <laughs> but my mother loved Thanksgiving. I think. You know, and immigrant, I mean, she had immigrant grandparents, but it, you know, this love of America, little do they know what fucking has happened recently. Um, you know, it's a big holiday. So you're all together, just the four of you? Yeah, I think it was actually the night after Thanksgiving dinner, we went out to dinner. So it was like, no leftovers. No, I think we were done with that at that point. And so we went to like an Italian restaurant Mm -hmm. and, um, he asked if a close family friend of ours was gay. And then there was a, um, her name is also Judith. Oh, what's her middle her. name? I'm not, I can't, I mean, you know. Oh. I just, the middle. Uh, cause Anne. Oh, yeah, it's name. either Anne or Hannah. Yeah, go ahead. Uh, <laughs> wait, what's your middle name? Hannah. Oh. Judith Hannah Gold. Okay. All right, go ahead. So then, go ahead. I, for, I always miss your go <laughs> Um It's a classic Judith yeah. Gold phrase. And so, yeah, so then he was like, um, you know, he said, is this person, Judy, is Judith gay? Is, yes. And then he said, who else at the table fits that uh Your father said that? Uh-huh. Oh, my God. God, wow. I just, it was like a, yeah, another blindside. I mean, there's just no way not to feel blindsided. But you were lucky you were with so your brother. I was. I mean, thank God for my brother. Did you look at each other like, uh oh? But you knew. When did your brother come out to you? Oh, oh he didn't like, need he to. Was like, th- yeah, like he was like, yeah, it was like so I said. Did super you just both obvious. raise your hand all slow? We did. Literally, that's exactly what it was. Oh my God! Yeah, so really did, like, when did you come gay. out to your brother? Uh, like probably when I was like around 17 and he was 12. <laughs> okay. <laughs> 
What? That's such a great brother sister conversation. We're super lucky to have each other. I know because like, together it's awesome. Because yeah. as you know, because we can like share Whitney Houston memes, right? And stuff. Right. Like there's just share a lot. Beards. Yeah, you know, he, he he gives me a lot of makeup advice. It's just amazing. <laughs> a friend of mine, I was driving home with him, and he said that he, he went to a bar mitzvah of this kid who's so gay. And at the reception, they had like everything. It was all Jewy Jewy. And then at the reception for a surprise, you know how they, you know. They, you know they'll do like the candlelight room. They had three drag queens come in. Stop it! That Swear to God. So and they said, he said to me, it was like if my if I had brought like Derek Jeter in yeah, for it's my like son. Progress. That's yeah, so and they you should see. And he showed me a picture. The kid is just like, oh my god. And they just had. And there were some really orthy people there who were like. Mm-hmm. And the parents didn't well, fucking care. Well, that's like Purim for them. You just right. tell them it's Purim, yeah. and they think it's like no big deal. Right. Um, I'm serious. <laughs> I, I get a bell. Oh, poor him. That's right. Sorry. See, Ooh, I forget. Judas. This bi- this bell is not that good, by the way. It's sticky. Okay, I'll fix okay, it. Yeah, whatever. So, you, how <laughs> old are you when your father ruins the night after Thanksgiving? Um, I think I was twenty four, maybe. Oh, okay. So yeah. okay. you had already graduated college. Yeah. So college was great, and then you become a Rhodes Scholar. I did. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's hot. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I, I, I had a very, like, um, let's say, successful sort of couple years right. after college. I worked for, I was an urban fellow in Rudy Okay, you office. just said, let's just say I had a couple of successful years. That is something in your book that you tell girls not to do. That's true. You've actually been apologizing a lot. Yeah, you. I have already. Yes. You yes. said, really? well, I just actually, no. Well, you, a guy you play would be like, down. yeah, I was a road scholar. Did that? You know, I wasn't happy, so I left her. Like you just said. Yeah. Okay. But I don't. I don't know if that's like. But you're not a comic either, so you don't have that excuse. So yeah. Right. Okay. So go ahead. So go um, ahead. Go ahead. Uh, Take her. Um, Sorry. (laughs) That was great. Take her. Take her. Hashtag take Was care. that Dennis? That was Dennis. Yeah, that was yeah. Dennis. My okay. neighbor used to say take care. And he said it on his voicemail too. I met take Rachel care. in the elevator at my building. Yeah. Take care. Um, okay. <laughs> so, um, uh, yeah, so I went to Oxford. I thought that I wanted to be a Rhodes Scholar. And for those listeners who are not familiar with it, it's a uh, scholarship to Oxford University. Jew, Jew? <laughs> yeah. Jew? Uh, come on. How many Rhodes Scholars are Jewish? I don't know. A lot. Go ahead. I just found out actually that Ronan Farrow did not complete his Rhodes Scholarship, which neither did I, and that right. made me feel better. Also, non sequitur. But you can still say Rhodes Scholar, yeah, which no, is good. Yeah. No one can take it away from right. me. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I, I dropped out. There's a whole chapter in my book about it, and yes. the chapter is dedicated to talking about like what happens when you have to change course and right. like, reboot your life. And so I was very motivated to win lots of awards and be the best, which of course Rhodes Scholar is a great right. emblem of. And then I got to Oxford, and actually being gay relates to this because I was 24 and trying to you know explore my sexuality, and then I was in Oxford, which was like not the gayest place like right. that you'll ever land, and um, I hated it there, not only for that reason but other reasons. And I ended up getting super depressed, dropping out. The president of Vassar told me that I had embarrassed Vassar by dropping out of the room. Fuck you, president. I can't say her name. No, is Jewish? No, not not Jewish. Take that back. Yeah. Um, And (laughs) so Nobel. Yeah, no, it was just like a really, really embarrassing, horrible time. Wait, you're in Oxford. Yeah. 
you're like, this is not for me. I don't fit in. Yeah, but like all the other Rhodes Scholars are just like crushing it and like right. being so full of themselves and talking about their future confirmation hearings. And right. I'm just like literally rocking back and forth in the corner like, mm-hmm. I okay. need to go home. And then ha- why would the Vassar president do like what because i didn't i didn't consummate like i didn't get my degree I fuck didn't fuck you it's like, not your fucking business she's like it, it ruins their ego i don't know i mean it's like i didn't i didn't complete it whatever you know what? I mean, at the it time it felt pretty yourself epic. yeah right yeah, like I'm at sure. the time it felt very epic what did your parents say about it well they were like sort of willing to deal with that but then when i withdrew from yale law school where i'd been accepted that's when like my dad really went over the edge he was like you're so ungrateful you have all these opportunities and i had just come to realize that <laughs> i was like in the wrong direction like i was just doing things to win prizes it's not that i don't think i would have loved yale law school i'm sure i would have but right. at the time i was just doing what but i thought i was Yale Law School was after the... uh, I was supposed to be after Oxford, but I... So I left Oxford and then I withdrew from How long had you been in uh, in London London doing... I just did the first year. Okay. And it wasn't London. Did you have any... I mean, whatever. Oxford. (laughs) Oxford. I mean, Oxford. But did you have any relationships there? Uh, No, Rachel? There was like a love triangle that I was in. I won't... uh, Can you kill me over? There were some drunken hookups with men. A lot of drunken hookups with men. Oh, (laughs) Rachel? There was an an Irish guy... Hey, Rachel. Guy. Listen. Oh, no, wait, maybe he was Welsh. He was Welsh. Oh, there I can't a Welsh do a Welsh guy. accent. I can't do an There's another Rhodes. Yeah, no, it was ugly. I mean, oh, I was, Rachel. Oh, uh, listen. Uh, European men are a little more. I was wondering if you could come over and blow me. Ta, 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 Rachel. All right, so okay. I got nothing for that. Okay, just, so you so, leave. Yeah. Did you do well in the classes and shit? I mean, I was usually like the contrarian, dyke, right. feminist right. person who was like, why is everything that we're reading written by people who are so dead and so white? Okay. Like that kind of uh, thing. Miss Simmons, could you please talk come oh, after you know class? What there? Wait, wait, yes. wait. So this is a good memory. So at the time I was working for Chuck Schumer. Two, two little oh, wait, I, I know. I can't wait, wait to talk. Wait, 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 we have two things okay. we have to do. But, him we, and the other one. Go okay. ahead. Go ahead. Check her. <laughs> so <laughs> there were so I went into the office of the um head of my program mm-hmm. and because I'm so Jewish, I just like and I was so miserable and I could not contain my feelings. I just started weeping in mm-hmm. front of this like scholar guy, the mm-hmm. tutor. And it was as if I had taken a shit right in front of him. Like when you get that emotional in right. front of a British professor. Right. Oh, they can't. It's yeah. as if you've defecated right in front right. of Like that's the equivalent of <laughs> right. what's happening for them. And like I will never forget the discomfort on this man's face as I'm and I'm trying to stop crying. Well, I'm just they have how no sad emo- I am. Yeah. I'm try I'm just trying so hard to explain like I'm so sad in All right, this program. Let's do the let's do the scene. Yes, come in. No, I can't even do it. All right. Okay, so what did he do? You're like so into acting now. I, I love it. It's just <laughs> role play, huh? We always do role play. All right, yeah. Okay. So then what, so did he tell you to get the fuck out no, of No, no, no. He was just like, he was like, um, yes, well, um, they're there. They're there. They're there. Oh my God. Okay, I mean, like, it wasn't I'm that bad. I wasn't that uncontained. I cannot picture her like sobbing. I know, like right? I really I wasn't that uncontained, but for the record, everybody. But okay. All right. So it was very breathy. She gets a slow clap. All right. So then you go, you go home, and and your father's like, I, I'm not talking to her. And then your mo- what? How was your mother? Honestly, my mom is like, I'm so glad that you're depressed and home as opposed to depressed and many thousands of miles right. away. Right. So, so she was that's like, fine. good. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's when I, 
when I was a Jewish mother's for the win. Yeah. And then when I was in Oxford, I had actually started working on my first book, not knowing that it was going to be my first book, right. but just trying to do anything that I that I cared about. What was that process? You just started writing? Well, so I, uh, in the course of like being super depressed and melted down, you know, do you know what the kids call it now? Having a melty. No way. Yeah, I love it. I had it's a melty. So cute. It's so cute. Wow. It sounds like a tuna melt. Yeah, like, yeah I know. I was just like thinking that. moment when I was Swiss like or, depressed yeah, and, yeah. you know, thinking that life was not worth living. It was right. like melty. Right? It's, like it's an, an adjective. Wow. adjective. Yeah, so this I had a melty. The one I can, other can, one, and then we'll go back. I can't stand is, oh, it's been a minute. It's not, that's no. I yeah. hate that one. Yeah. A minute. I know. Yeah. I, a it's funny. I, just, I know. Yeah. Don't fucking undo a minute, that's, you know? All right, go. Yeah. Okay. Go ahead. Tucker. Tucker. Um, <laughs> I just don't. Okay. So I, wait, what are we talking about? Oxford? Yeah. No, no. You uh, came back. I came back. And you're writing a book. Oh, how did the you process start? So I, I had a melty. Sorry. I got yeah. distracted by my tuna melt. So a therapist said to me, like, what do you, it, it, she said to me, it seems like you've been taking steps to please everyone else. Like, what do you really want to know the answer to? Or how would you really want to spend your time if you could do anything? That's a good therapist. So very good therapist. She had me read. Uh, Jewish. She okay. <laughs> she had me read the book, The Drama of the Gifted Child. Oh, yes. Very important. Poorly named, but lovely, right. important book for right. those of us who have perfectionistic right. parent pleasers. And so I read it. And um, I decided the thing that I really wanted to know the answer to was why did this girl make my friends run away from me in third grade? Uh, right before Israeli dance really? class. Right before. Ring it. Wow. Am I going to get the most Beldings? Because I'm so oh, Jewy. Wait, we had we, someone else had a lot of Beldings. I want that I think it was like a Holocaust thing. Like their parents yeah, oh, it was Deb Filler. Deb Filler. Because she had a lot. She it was like, she just gets a bell. Like it was like, I had to do like 100 to finish the story. Okay. Yeah, go ahead. We broke the bell that Yeah, yeah okay. go ahead. All right. So go ahead, take care. So <laughs> I was. That's the name of this episode. Go ahead, yeah, take care. Go ahead, yeah. take care. <laughs> So, yeah, so that was what I did. I just started interviewing people about times when girls had been mean to them. And I was shocked that everybody had a story to tell. And that's how my first book happened. So did that, talking about it and figuring that out, like, let it go? Was that, like, 100 pounds off your back? Um, You mean the part about the girl running Yeah, 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 yeah. I guess, yeah. Well, the thing that was also really interesting about that process is that a close friend of mine ended up confronting me and saying, like, I know you're writing this book that was inspired by you being a target, but, like, mm -hmm. actually you were really mean to me. Really? Yeah, it was, yes. it was, it was super helpful and, mm -hmm. and, and, and hard, right? Um, I, I you know, what's tonight. interesting is... Oh. Yeah. So. Really? Yeah, but then she was like, you're such a mean asshole. No, I'm kidding. We, we, we reconciled a long time ago. But, I yeah. did, when I did the Judy Show, My Life is a Sitcom... I did it at, uh, in Williamstown, and someone I went to high school with came. And I talk about my high school years. And afterwards, she waited for me, and she was like, was I mean to you in high school? And I said, no, but not not specifically, but all your friends were. Mm -hmm. And you ignored me. You were, you know. And she was like, I'm really sorry. Like, But it, that was like... Now they're all like trying to friend me on Facebook, and I'm like, who? Yeah, what? Totally. And I remember every fucking detail yeah. of every mean thing they yeah, did. Yeah, of course. Uh, so here you are, you start writing your book. When, now you've worked for Chuck E. Cheese, Schumer, Bell. and Rudy fucking mental case asshole fuck Liani. Mm hmm. I have. Um, Where, which one would you like to start with first? Well, Judith? we used to talk about. Um, that one. Uh-huh. Um, <laughs> I remember things you said about him. 
Um, but you said he was a nice man. Yes. And uh, and um, you don't want to discuss anything. About well, we can talk about Chuck. I mean, I don't know a lot about Rudy. I, didn't really I know, but you did directly. Right. But you worked. And I have to. And were you a supporter of Rudy at the time? Um, I don't know that I was. A, I was a supporter. OK. I mean, this is 1996. Mm-hmm. So this is a time when although yeah. Rudy is um, gets a lot of uh, opposition from people around quality of life initiatives and policing, he's also getting a lot of support around immigration reform. Um, and right. that, those kinds of things, particularly as being a family, like he right. opened these immigration centers, like there were aspects of his being a Republican that were actually very like socially progressive. He is the only Republican. That I ever voted for, yeah, and it was exactly. then, right? And it so, and he is, and I, em, before he lost his fucking mind, right, right, right. He was emblematic of a brand of republicanism <laughs> that was, um, that was more socially conscious, right, and, and that wasn't crazy, right, right. And I mean, he's he has lost his breed. fucking mind, right? He has and lost. that's and that's a dying breed. And I, you know what, I can't get enough of the um, vampire jokes about him on late night. That's just, oh yeah, I know. Just I mean, that those fucking eyes are yeah, mental. It's a lot. It's a lot. And he's so unattractive. Like his body is. I mean, I'm, can I body shame him, please? Thank you. Uh, his body is so disgusting. Like, the fact that he, you know, criticizes Hillary Clinton and the way she, like, look at your fucking, look at you. Yeah, no, I mean, I, I, it's a lot. He's, he's a lot. Um, okay, so you write the, so you start, right, so you work for those two. You don't go to Yale Law School. Your father's like, you're a fucking asshole. Kind of. <laughs> and your mother's like... My mother's like, just be happy, please. Just okay. Don't be depressed. How long did you stay with the therapist that uncovered your third grade trauma? Oh, uh, God. How long was I with that therapist? Um, Maybe a few years because she was my first therapist in New York. So, okay. I, yeah. So. Uh, okay. Do you live at home at this time? Yeah, I do. I lived at home and then I started working for Chuck Schumer on the Hill because okay. my parents were in the Washington in Mar- area. Yeah. yeah, yeah and, and your that's father where was I met in, a lot of yeah. my close friends, yeah. including. Um, the guy whose mother ends up ends up editing my first book, and I really loved working for Chuck Schumer. It was great. Jew, Jew. Okay, yeah. <laughs> and you, yeah. I th- I remember you telling That's me you had happy. fond memories. Yeah. Um, you write your first book. Wait, I can tell you something funny about. All right, that. go ahead. I'll tell you. Besides this is, this the is... thing I know. <laughs> <laughs> um, the thing that I think is really funny about Chuck. So two things. One is that he taught me to be very assertive. Uh-huh. Um, because I, like I was one of the first people he hired on his 1998 Senate campaign when he unseats Al D'Amato, the incumbent, and that's when he who's another fucking senator. idiot screaming at his wife in the hospital. Totally. Yeah, go ahead. So that was a great victory. But I was one of the people who accompanied him everywhere, like a body person, right? I just had to like, right? Like, you know, Tony Hale on Veep, like yeah, that yeah, guy. yeah, yeah. But I and I also often had to collect checks from people, and he would just say, "Do not let this person out of the apartment without." giving you a check or like it's the end of days for you really I remember being really scared but also it pushed me to be really assertive to go up to these people and be like um hello like you know i was whatever right. 23 years old and just right. saying um you know M- mr schumer said da, 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 da. and so i love that he pushed me in that so way. did anyone say go fuck yourself when you asked for a check i'm sure i mean i think i just was frozen that's hard fear. that's a hard job for very a, hard a and young i will also say about woman. chuck yeah. slash senator schumer that he loves he loves it when people argue with him and he loves strong women and he loves when women debate with him. The other thing that I remember um, that I can share about him <laughs> is that I used to drive him around because I was one of the first people that was, you know, worked for him. So I used to drive him around um, out to Long Island. I remember driving in snowstorms and he'd be like, 
drive faster. No and way. Be blasting Z100 and yelling no at me way. to drive faster. I swear to God, singing to every song. And I was like, you know, 12 years old driving in a snowstorm right. Like, right. on the one of the parkways out to Long Island, just losing my mind. I love fear. him. I know. He's like, adorable, actually. Now, do you talk to him still? No. But if, if you I bumped into, into him, him yeah, of course. would he be like, Rachel? Yeah, he'd be like, yeah, hi, Rachel. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> so you write this book. You you move out. You move out to Yeah, well I got an advance for my first book. Right. Um, How'd you get the advance? This friend of mine's mom like took an interest in me, mentored me, Jew. I'm just am- I'm Jew. assuming, took yeah. Her. And um took her. Took her. And I <laughs> You're going to have to tell Dennis about this. Episode. I know. Um and I moved to a you know a place in Brooklyn and this uh, is like way back before Brooklyn was cool. Right. This was like is when this the po- you don't even know because you've been living in Manhattan, Manhattan for as long as I've yeah. known you. And so this was when you had you got in a cab to go back to Brooklyn. I mean, if you could afford a cab right. at like it's late night and you've had too much to drink to care about your finances. Right. And you get in the cab and the cab has to be sort of rolling forward before you say, take me to Brooklyn. Right. Because right, they right. could literally yeah. be like, no. Get the fuck out of my yeah, car. That was back in the day. I That's remember I that. Yeah. But you lived in Park Slope no, when man, I knew no. you. Yeah. Before that, I lived in, uh, I lived on the, what was known then as the other side of Flatbush Avenue. Right. Now known as Prospect Heights. Right. Home of creameries and right. wine bars. But back then, liquor It was bad. Liquor it and was lotto. bad. That's, it, isn't that East Flatbush? No, it's Prospect Heights. Prospect Heights. Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. Okay. Take care. Thanks. Take care. So, uh, I'm sorry. When did you move here? I'm just kidding. Uh, <laughs> so you you get the. I mean, that's good that you get it. Like it's your first book, and you get. No, it was great. I mean, it wasn't a lot to live on. So I was a nanny. Mm-hmm. I was a. I was a nanny. I I did anything for money. Right. Um, you're not going to go like that's what she said. So that's what yeah. <laughs> that's what I heard. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Sorry. It's, yeah. It's funny. It's a tick for me. Uh, um. So yeah, I did what I could, and actually, I was a nanny on 9/11. Mm-hmm. Um, like you know, pushing the stroller. Ooh. And where was, were you? Um, I was actually riding the subway when the first plane hit, and people were running down into Fulton Street into the station. And then I went up, and like no one really understood what was going on. Right. So I was just like, you were on Fulton downtown. Street. Mm-hmm. Whoa. Wait, did you get out of the subway? No, I kept riding up to Union Square, and then I just started wow. walking downtown Whoa. with the baby pushing the stroller. No and way. People did, were what about the mo- covered? Th- what in were the parents sick. doing? Well, one was at work, and the other one just didn't really was sort of spaced out. I didn't know what to do. I was like, you know, well, you have, duh, you have a baby, and just went outside. And anyway, it was just uh, interesting. Wait, did they? Do you still keep in touch with the? No, I mean on Facebook. Because on, on they the should Facebook. thank God that that you were there. Yeah. You... Well, I mean, you know, that I knew. I what mean, the I fu- like yeah. The, yeah, 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 yeah. That I knew what to do. I guess. Right. Yeah. Were they? Um... Oh, not Jewish. All right. Actually, the husband was Jewish. Okay. So. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, um, you finished Odd Girl Out. Yeah, so I finished Odd Girl Out, and I assume that nobody's going to read it because right. writing a book—it's such age, a good name for a book, by the way. And it's and it's interesting. So when I met this uh, friend of my, this mom of my friend, mm-hmm. and I met her for the first time, and I was still deeply depressed, still like slinking around in shame after melty. dropping out of yeah. Melty, had the Melty, slinking around, and she just was like, I really like this idea, and it's going to be called Odd Girl Out. Wow. The first minute she met me. like It's so great. Yeah. She, she's so, amazing. this thing, this gets published. Um, Becomes a big bestseller out of at, nowhere. Let's do out your father nowhere. at this point. Shut up. Okay. Let's do your father at this point. Um, my father's like, I mean, he's he's probably pretty blown away, right? Right? Because I'm mean, like on after, Oprah twice, right? On the Today Show, right? You know, I'm just kind of everywhere, right? 
And so what, now, at, and how old are you at this point? Twenty-seven. I, I mean, like, I, I was like basically bar mitzvah at that point. Right. Like I was like so young. I can't believe how young I was now. But I didn't know how young. Now, I Now, do you ever go back and look at yourself on those shows? Oh my god! Uh, somebody, so my assistant dug up me on Oprah. I'm uh-huh. such a assistant? fucking spaz. No. Okay. Central yeah. Florida. Um, I'm. <laughs> I'm just saying, it's just, <laughs> I totally right. just, Tech LOL, yeah. Tech Judy. I'm saying, she's just, just not, not right. a, it's not like Southern Florida. Right, it's right, not right. Like West Palm Boynton. Right. I'm saying. Boynton um, Beach. Yeah. Uh, love the public. Publix. Publix. Yeah. Publix. Wait. Yeah, All right, totally go ahead. Publix is like a temple. Oh, I know. Yeah. So. They have a Bema at Publix. <laughs> <laughs> They're having a sale on Taurus in, <laughs> in aisle nine. Okay. <laughs> Circumcision, I what? <laughs> oh my God, open the fucking door. It's for, speaking of Jews, it is so fucking like an oven in here. <laughs> I do not appreciate, <laughs> I do not appreciate that I was listening to Judy, I was a fan of Judy Gold, and then they were in a room, and she said it was hot like an oven, uh, like the Jews. And I will not, and I do not subscribe to that podcast anymore. I think it's terrible. It's just disgusting. Six million. All right. <laughs> All right. So, so you dug up the Oprah, and oh did God, you want to kill such, yourself? Yeah, I did. I have to send it to you. It's <laughs> unbelievable. I'm so like, what do you like? What are you doing? Like, but do you think wildly. you're a spaz no, when you're doing it? Like when you're 27, you don't right. know how young you are, so right. you're just completely full of yourself. Right. So I'm like. I, it's amazing I don't hit Oprah in the face. That's right. how much my hands are flying around. I think I'm just so amped right. up. I'm just right. out of my mind trying right. to be cool. Right. Um, yeah, I look terrible. Like, I just, I don't even know. I look like I'm in middle school. Like, I have, like, a middle school awkward face. And how face. was she? Was she nice to you and everything? Well, she had me back after that. Like, I think, yeah. And then she invited me to work at her school. I worked right. at her school in South Africa. Right, that's right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, like, yeah, she was nice to me. But I'm sure she was like, Jesus Christ. Like, you know, calm the fuck yeah, down. Yeah. <laughs> Literally. All right. So it's you do really it. hard to watch. I have to practice a lot of like aggressive self love when right. I watch that clip. So then you, you, I mean, are you thinking your life is set? Like, because no, you're 27. Like when you have a big thing that happens to you, like a huge success like that at 27. Yeah. Don't you think? All right. I'm the just like because you don't know better that you hate yourself inside. So, you know, like. <laughs> you know. I just got a concussion on the mic. Sorry. Um, so I think it's too, I think it's Takar. Takar. <laughs> I can't stop laughing. All right. <laughs> All right. Sorry, okay. folks. Yeah. Go sorry. Ahead. So go ahead. So I think it's like a couple things. I mean, I think that. What <laughs> Are you so laughing either? It must be the heat. I think oh having a heat God. stroke. Oh I'm my God. Heat it's All right. bad. All right. So sorry, ladies and gentlemen. So there's like Queers. a thing that happens. <laughs> Is this, why are we laughing? I don't know. It's because I'm. <laughs> All right. There are certain guests. Oxygen deprivation. <laughs> maybe the oxygen deprivation. But there are certain guests that Judy's very giggly with. I know. Okay. I'm just. All right. All right. Go ahead. Okay. So I think. <laughs> Let me just explain it to the <laughs> listeners. It's every time they make eye contact. So it's like they're trying to I have can't a conversation. Look at, all right, go ahead. Look, okay. All right, go ahead. So now Judy's holding a paper in front of her face. Right. 
and Rachel's covering her eyes. Okay. okay. So right, I think that there's a thing this. that happens where you like swing from grandiosity right. to like feeling like shit. Feeling like shit. So you're like, I'm. <laughs> I'm the greatest person in the you... world to I'm time shit. And like, right, but what about your friend? Like, did you have, like, all these cool friends now? And, like, was everyone like, oh, my no, God, my friend no, Rachel. Oh, my friend Rachel, she wrote a book. Well, I want to call attention to Hennessy's earlier observation that I was, like, self-deprecating and saying sorry a lot. Right. Like, I probably just didn't take in, like, how well I was doing. Right. So, for me, it was, like, I could, the major signifiers of my success at 27 are yeah. I can shop at Barney's for a winter hat. Right. And then get drunk and leave it in the back of a cab and buy another one if right. I need to. And um, I can take cabs. I can take right, taxis. Right. I'm just not sure that I processed it much more than that. Wow. Yeah. And what about your mother? My daughter wrote a book. <laughs> Odd girl out. I love how we transitioned and, uh, from Israeli voice to Ruth voice. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah, sure. yeah. My daughter wrote a book, uh, Odd girl out. <laughs> and it's a very bestseller. That's my mother-in-law. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's right. Do you ever talk to your mother-in-law? Wait, you're married? Uh, yeah. She loves me, but uh, she we cannot have a relationship. Right. Okay, we'll discuss that later. Okay. So, um oh, okay. bu- Buzzkill Hennessy. I know. Really? Sorry. Wow. No, but they weren't talking at all. Really? Oh, we, we we don't talk at all. Not nobody okay. does. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Okay. She she loves me despite herself. Right. So, understandable. So, when does <laughs> the Tekra? What uh <laughs> When does the hoopla <laughs> of Odd Girl Out sort of fizzle down to, okay, now i got to write another book? Oh, that takes a long time. Because in between Odd Girl Out and the next book, I like was like starting to date like a normal, regular person right. and getting in relationships, which was a grand distraction. Right. Um, and then somebody broke my heart when I was like, I can't remember, maybe 32. Mm-hmm. And that just sort of, and that was right around the time I got my book contract. And um, for the second book. And so try to write a book. So this was sort of classic. I was very, very, very busy, occupied, structured all the time. And then I had to clear my calendar to write a book. So no speaking engagements, no nothing. And it was at that point that I had my heart smashed into a million pieces. So I had like days and days and days. Jewish, totally, obviously. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, yeah, yeah. Nobody does it better. And just smash into a million pieces, and then suddenly I had an open schedule. So I but basically was it hard to Sex write? in the City for like, yeah, yeah. I like watch Sex in the City. Did you for watch like my episode? Probably. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So um, I work at Barnes and Noble until Miranda to go on Weight Watchers. All right. So <laughs> that's what the episode. My God, can I tell you I a funny? Um, yeah. Speaking of Weight Watchers. Um, no, I can't even tell you this. It's not what? It just made me think of another New York story from when I was around that time. I remember um, living on, uh, my first apartment was on 2nd Avenue in Manhattan for mm-hmm. like five minutes, for a minute. Oh, that's for a minute. For yeah. a minute. Yeah. <laughs> and um, I remember that I would go and buy these like Irish soda bread things at the bodega yeah. down the street, thinking that that was an okay thing to eat every right. single morning for breakfast until I went to the register this one morning and the woman behind the register goes, you gain weight? No way. I swear to God. No way. You gain weight? And I was like, uh. Okay. Can I tell you something? <laughs> I When I was 22, I used to go and buy, I'd get an onion bagel with cream cheese at Barney Greengrass every oh, morning. God, Barney Greengrass. Okay. And I was like, fine. Uh, it's like sexual for me. I know. Yeah. But it's like if I have a fucking onion bagel from Barney Green, I can't eat for anything. Like I got to fucking starve myself. All right. Okay. That is the end of part one with the amazing Rachel Simmons. Part two next week.
uh, everything was wonderful. I'll see you soon. Thank you for the visit. Hello. So